Folks, if you're liking what you're getting from 30MPC, the number one way you can support us is by subscribing to our newsletter. Every week, you only get two emails. On Monday, you get a content roll-up of everything that dropped last week. And on Fridays, I pick one topic and I personally write a deep dive on things like how to cold call, how to run a discovery call, or even how to hire an AE. So if you're liking what you're getting here, take two seconds, go to the show notes. You'll see a button to subscribe to our newsletter, or you can go to 30mpc.com backslash newsletter and do it there. We'll catch you soon. Cheers. If you're answering your prospect's questions without knowing exactly what the intent behind their questions are, you're probably answering in a way that hurts your deal more than it helps. A lot of salespeople have this bad habit left over from school where we're taught, hey, I'm supposed to give the right answer as quickly as possible. And that actually backfires in sales. Because if you don't understand the intent and the question behind your prospect's question and you just answer at face value, you'll actually more often than not answer in a way where you over answer, you under answer, or you answer in a way that positions whatever you do in a less than favorable light. And so today I'm going to talk about some of the common pitfalls to avoid when you are answering your prospect's questions and how you can answer instead so that you get it right every single time. So let us get into things. And so let me give an example to make this real. I used to sell accounting software to law firms, which is exciting, I know. Um, and there was a time that I was meeting with a prospect, a CFO of a big law firm. And that person said to me, Nick, in this system, what sort of financial reports are our attorneys able to see? And I interpreted that question as, hey, tell me about all the great reporting and financial statements that our attorneys can see. And so I responded with, hey, let me show you all of your attorneys can look at financial statements and details in real time and they can slice and dice that data and they never even have to bug you for access to that information. And he responded, well, dang, that's actually too bad because we don't let our attorneys look at that information. That's actually only stuff that our firm's executive committee is able to see. And the worst part here was we had the ability to shut that off for the attorneys, but because I misinterpreted the question and didn't understand the intent behind it, I ended up torpedoing my deal and I was able to backtrack a bit, but by then there's so much friction that I unnecessarily introduced, I sent myself in the wrong direction. And so to avoid that pitfall, I should have calibrated my answer by understanding the question behind his question. And I could have said something simple like, yeah, Dave, I'm happy to talk about that. My guess is you're asking that question for a reason though, and there's something specific you're trying to understand. And then I would have gotten the intent behind his question and I could have answered in a way that would have explained, yeah, we can shut off financial report access to attorneys. The framework, anytime you get a loaded question is one, tell them you're gonna answer the question, you don't wanna appear difficult, but then two, tell them, hey, I feel like I need a little more information to get you the right answer. Another common one is the prospect will say, hey, can you tell me about X feature? They say something like, Nick, can you tell me about your analytics functionality in the accounting system? Well, I don't know. Are they hoping to understand that just, yeah, we have it? Or do they wanna know way more detail about it because they've got a whole analytics module today and they wanna make sure that they can get the same stuff um, I don't know the depth of answer that they're looking for or the type of answer that they're looking for here. And chances are, I could probably ramble about our analytics and reporting for like a good 90 minutes because I've done all this product training. I'm basically gonna tell them that and I'm gonna say something like, yeah, I'm happy to talk about it, you know? I could probably talk about our analytics module for like a good hour and a half, but my guess is you don't want me to do that. Um, is there something specific you're hoping to understand? Boom, now I can get a detailed response from them about what they wanna understand and modulate and calibrate my response. 
And so obviously I'm not gonna do this every single time my prospect asks me a question. That's gonna make me seem like I have zero EQ and get a little bit annoying. But anytime I get a question where I'm like, ah, there's a lot behind that question, or I could answer this question in so many different ways, it is always to your advantage to get to the question behind their question. So take this tool and use it. It will really, really help with your sales calls. It'll help you actually speed them up because you won't over answer or answer in a way where you're talking about stuff that they don't really care about. So go ahead, steal this one. We've got a ton of other best practices for sales calls on this channel. It would mean so much to me if you'd go check them out. Thanks for watching. We'll see you on the next video. Today's tip to optimize your sales day is brought to you by Boomerang. If you get an email and the action required on that email is going to take you less than two minutes to do, do it on the spot. It's not worth adding it to your to-do list, having to look at the item, remember what you need to do. That's going to take you more than two minutes anyway. So do it on the spot, get it off your plate. Now we documented our best templates and tips to help you optimize your sales day with our friends at Boomerang. And you can get that documentation for free at the link in the show notes. Today's deal acceleration cheat code is brought to you by Pipedrive, which is a CRM built by sellers for sellers. The best way to drive your pipeline forward is to every single day, pull up a list of all of your open opportunities and look at each opportunity by stage and think, what can I do today that will increase my likelihood of winning this deal? That's how you keep your ops moving forward in between meetings that you have on the calendar. Now we documented five cheat codes that can help you cut your sales cycle in half with Pipedrive. There's a link in the show notes to steal them.